have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make Your Day Count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God is doing on this Wednesday morning. God is doing awesome things, great things. When? On this Wednesday morning. This is the day that God has made. I am going to make my what? Day count. God is counting in me. He's counting in you to make your what? Day count when? Today. Right now. And how can I make my day count? By becoming fruitful in all things, in all years of my life. Not some things, but in all things, in all years of my life. Now, I can do all things through Christ that give me the strength. So I have no excuse because I can do, you listen to the word, I can do all things. Not some things, but all things. How? Through Christ that gives me the ability, the strength to do so. So you and I have the ability to live a life of fruitfulness because the kingdom of God does not come by observation. It comes by us doing something, do, planting the seed. And where is the seed? It's within us. The kingdom of God is a seed. It's within us. And so Jesus says that. Where's the kingdom? Look for it. It is within you. <laughs> Hallelujah. We left off yesterday in Genesis chapter 8 and verse 22. While the earth remains, seed, seed. time and that. harvest, yeah. cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. So pastor had made a, a point last week at church. He said, we all have time. Everybody has time. No matter how you use it, we all have the same amount of time. We each have 24 hours in one day. We all have seven days in one week. We all have the same amount of time. If we want our time to produce, then we must bring forth sow seed. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, here's, here, here, here's a covenant. This is a covenant promise. God says, I will not ever, ever, ever again destroy the earth with water. Never, ever again. And to, to show you that I really, really mean it, he says here now, he make a covenant. He says, as long as this earth remains, there's going to be what? Seed, time, and harvest. They're going to be now cold and eat. There will be winter and summer. There will be day and night. This will never cease. In order for seed to grow, it needs this condition. <laughs> seed will never grow outside of these conditions. It has to have the, the eat, cold and eat, winter, summer, day and night. If, if these conditions not presented itself, there can be no seed growing. And if you look on the back of a seed packet, when you get a seed packet at the store, it covers all those things. Yeah. It tells you what time of the year, yeah. what season you should plant it. It tells you how many days it's going to take 
in order for it to germinate, to come forth. It tells you all those things, all those factors. And something that I noticed about the seed package is the outside picture looks very different than the content that's inside the package. So if you're uh, looking at the store and you're flipping through the rack and you're rotating that beautiful display of seeds, what you're seeing on the envelope on the outside encasing is not what is inside. When you tear back that envelope, that, that packaging, there's very small seeds. They're only taking up a portion of that picture, and they look nothing like the picture. In order to produce the vision, in order to produce the full um, fruitfulness of what you're seeing on the outside package, the seed that's within has to be sowed into the earth. And it gives specific directions of timing. Yesterday when we read through Genesis chapter 8, Noah was being very specific. He was targeting specific time frames. He was keeping track of time in order for everything to line up to produce. So such it is with our life. We must be moving in the timing, in the season of God. We don't want to miss it, and we don't want to move too soon. There's a specific time. Just There's many people who have done great exploits, brought forth great inventions for that time. And then as they're progressive over time, they've been developed even further and such. We don't watch the same TV that they watched back in the middle of the 1900s. It's not the same TV. It's not the same model. We don't drive the same car. But for the time, it was what was needed. But now as we've gone through progressive, because God has called us to continually go from glory to glory, to continue to bring forth great exploits, to continually have dominion. That's why we're not satisfied with the same thing. The same TV that satisfied us 20 years ago don't satisfy us no more. No way. The same car that we drove 20 years ago, it don't satisfy us anymore. No way. The same clothes that we loved that we couldn't, oh, we're so excited to get, we don't wear those anymore. They don't satisfy us anymore because we have this continuous desire in us for dominion. Yes, an advancement. Mm -hmm. Because we live a life of advancement. advancement. We have to advance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's it. God built that in us. Mm -hmm. Each one of us has the spirit of advancement placed in us. And we can trace it back when God make us. He says, be fruitful, multiply. When, there, when everything on the earth was destroyed and taken off the earth, only leave, uh, uh, leave Noah and his family, as soon as they came out of the, the heart, he says, now, be what? Fruitful, fruitful. again. <laughs> He tell them, no, you continue to be, you must be what? Fruitful. And you must fill back up the earth. Subdue things again. It's all, God wants you and I to have that, a spirit of fruitfulness. It must come through our life. And God never tells Noah to build an ark. No. He never tells Noah to bring forth an offering. It's Noah knows by the spirit the principle, it, he's honoring God for they just came out of the flood. Noah had this assignment to build this ark over this long period of time yeah. when it did not look like it was a relevant project to be doing. Many people rejected the whole concept of what he was doing, but it was for an appointed time. And the Bible tells us that it was the Lord who shut the door yeah. of the ark. So the opportunity 
close. It was out of Noah's hand. The timeline was out of his hand. It was out of his control. It was the Lord who closed the door. It was the Lord who opened the heavens and for the rain to come down, just like it was the Lord who sent the wind, who caused it, the water to regress for the water to go back. So it was in the timing of God. Noah had to be in sync by the spirit and obedience to the timing of God. If he would have waited 20 years to start, he would have been 20 years behind. There was a set time. So there's a set time for everything under the sun. And God, he gave us the covenant, the sign of the rainbow in Genesis chapter 9, verse 12. And God said, this is the sign of the covenant, which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I set my rainbow in the cloud and it shall be for the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Now think about how the rainbow has been distorted to represent ungodly things. And it's a sign of the covenant. The Bible tells us clearly here in Genesis chapter 9 verse 13 that the rainbow is a covenant symbol. It's a covenant symbol between who? The earth, the people of the earth, and God. Yes. And every time we think of Genesis chapter 8, mm-hmm. verse 22, and Genesis chapter 9, they tie, into, they tie together. Genesis chapter 8, 22, and Genesis chapter 9, uh, verse 1. Notice as we come from 22 into 9. While the earth remained, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. We comes right into 9. So God blessed Noah and his son and says to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. They got everything that they need to be what? Fruitful. They got everything that they need now to fill back up this vast space. The world, the earth, not just right where they were. He says the entire earth. This is the task. He blessed them. God bless you. God bless me. We are blessed by God to live a life of fruitfulness. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. And in verse 2, he says, And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be on every beast of the earth, on every bird of the air, on all that move on the earth, and on all the fish of the sea. They are given into your hands. So the way, And it also talks about it in Deuteronomy, that the dread of the Lord is upon us. The dominion that we carry. That's the word, dominion, right? The there. dominion that we carry. People... The devil should be running when we walk into a room because of the authority, the dominion that we carry. We have to know our covenant rights with God. We have to know the place in the will where it is written concerning the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is on the inside of you. We A lot of times we miss it because we don't really realize who we are. And, you know, if I have a diamond ring on my hand, if I didn't believe it was a diamond and I sell it for $20, I'm going to take a loss. 
We have to know the value of what we carry so the devil's not continuously ripping us off because that's what's happening. We're not recognizing our value. We're not recognizing the dominion power that the kingdom of God is on the inside of us. We're not begging for a blessing. We're not looking to go give somebody $1,000 so that we could be blessed. You are already blessed. The value, the dominion, the kingdom of God is already on the inside of us. So we cannot cut ourselves short. God, he has given us signs of the covenant, the rainbow there specifically. He said, I will be with you. That is with you for a perpetual generation, perpetual generation. Then Jesus says in in John chapter 10 that he is the door, that we go in and we go out and we find provision. That's perpetual. We got to get it. That is continuous, that it cannot run out. The promises of God do not run out. The blessing of God does not run out. It's perpetually available, not only onto us, but to cycle down onto um, generations that are to come, our children, our children's children. Perpetual. God is not running out of stuff. Sometimes we have this one-time wonder philosophy. God did a miracle in my life 20 years ago, and it's the only thing I'm talking about. He should be continually seeing signs and wonders, continually producing the kingdom of God. you got to go back 20 years to get a testimony. Yeah, that's not right. Right, something is wrong. (laughs) The perpetual power of God, the perpetual what has he done this year? If he, if he hasn't done this nothing this year, maybe it's because you haven't done nothing this year. You haven't believed for it. You haven't acted in it this year. God, he is perpetual. He is continual. There will always be seed, time, and harvest. So we must sow the seed. The time is already there. The seed is already there, but we have to sow it. Make your day Thank count. you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. You're listening to 91.5 FM and 102.3 FM. This is Brevard County's home for the very best in contemporary Christian and modern praise and worship music, WMIE. It's time to let the light in, let the light in. What's Hello everyone and welcome to Turn the Light On with Pastor Kevin Radlin in Church of France. Turn the Light On is a topical study of the Bible and how these topics apply to everyday life for each one of us. So join us today as we look at the Bible, life as a believer in Christ, and how to be relevant as a church reaching out to a modern world with the message of Jesus Christ. Now here's our host.